Hi, I'm Tiffany Roten, and this is Happy Young Adults, Episode 4, Making Great Decisions. Welcome to Happy Young Adults. I'm Tiffany Roten, owner of Direct Your Life Coaching. I'm a huge fan of young adults, a mother of five, four of which are young adults, a lover of everything outdoors, and a certified life coach. I'm here to give you tools to feel better, to be more confident, to feel less stress in your life, and to help you look to your future with confidence and excitement. Let me help you learn to become a happy young adult. Hey gang, how's your week going? It's Tiffany here. Glad to be with you and spend a few minutes with you today. Today, I really want to talk decisions. I see a lot in my coaching practice, a lot of young adults that just struggle with decision making, to struggle with, um, you know, am I making the right decision? What if I make the wrong decision? How am I supposed to know if it's the right decision? Um, you know, they feel a lot like once I make the decision, this is it. Like, I can't go back. I can't change my mind. You know, I hear a lot about decisions. And so I just wanted to talk a little bit about it today and maybe give you some tips that could help you become a little clearer in your mind when it comes to decisions and what you're doing so that you can feel more confident in the decisions that you are making. So I'm going to go over four tips that I've come up with And by the way, I've used these in my life um, as I've made some major decisions and they've been really helpful. So I thought I would share those with you today. Um, Of course, you're all in different walks of life and you're all making different decisions. And so I'll try and give you some examples to help you um, at at the frame of life in which you're in. But here we go. So the first one is to get as much information as possible. So when you are, say, for instance, you're trying to make a really good decision about which college you should attend or university, this is a wonderful thing to do is to go out and get all the information that you can about it and go and do some research and figure out what schools, what do they offer, um, how much is their housing, what kind of majors do they offer, what kind of master's degree if you, you know, if you were deciding whether or not to go to go on for more education, um, you know, the proximity, what kind of activities, what kind of extracurricular things do they have going on? But what this does is it allows you to gather tons of information about each, each school so that you can really, really make an educated, informed decision so that you don't get down the road and go, dang it, I didn't know that they didn't offer a master's degree in this, or dang it, I didn't know, um, you know, that they didn't have any, you know, extracurricular things at this particular place or whatever it is. Um, it helps you to get a, a, you know, a wide variety of knowledge about these things. Um, that just helps you open your mind up to, you know, what these specific things offers. And this goes for, you know, even like dating, for instance, if you're dating and thinking down the road, maybe you'd like to, you know, have a partner, a relationship, a marriage, whatever 
you know, how do we get information? Well, it's, it's through dating. We date people and we gather information about them and we, we figure things out about them and we figure out, you know, are the things I like or don't like. And that helps us to make a more educated decision when we do that. Right. So the second tip, then you gather all the information, right? That's the first tip. The second one is that you make a list of the pros and cons. And I have done this so many times. I can't even tell you what are the pros of, you know, a certain decision. What is the pros of going to say one said place to school versus another? Um, what is, um, what are the pros? I remember doing this when I was trying to decide whether I would marry my now husband when I was dating him. I made a pros, a list of all the things that I loved about him. And then I wrote a list of the things that I didn't like. And to be honest with you, there wasn't many. I, I really couldn't come up with very many cons about him in particular, which that in and of itself helped me to make a pretty good decision, I feel like, because I realized, wow, there's so many positives about this guy and very little negative. But I also did this with the schools. I, I had applied to three different universities and I was trying to decide which one to go to. And so I gathered information from each and then I um, made a list of the pros of each school and the cons of each school so that I could really look clearly um, about, about what it was that was really important to me and what I wanted to do. The third tip I would give you is to ask someone that you really respect, someone that maybe has been there, been down that road, um, someone that has, you know, a perspective, maybe you don't, someone that can see things um, or, br- you know, bring to mind things that maybe you you haven't thought of or that you can't see. Sometimes that's your parents. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's friends or an older sibling or a religious leader or whatever the case is. You can ask someone that you really respect. Now, you have to be careful with that one because, Um, sometimes we'll feel kind of pressured. Like sometimes, you know, when we go and tell moms and dads, dads will say, well, duh, you should go to this university. Of course you should. I went to this university and your grandfather went to this university and right. And so they can really easily sway you and talk you into it. And so you want to get facts from that person. You want to see what their feeling is, but then you kind of have to rope that back in and bring it back in and make sure that you're not making that decision feeling pressured or feeling like they're swaying you in one way way or or another. So um, that's helpful because it really broadens your perspective. The fourth thing is take that decision to the end. And what I mean by that is you kind of take that decision and you start walking in that direction in your mind, of course. You start looking at, okay, what would it look like if... I attended this university. What would housing look like? What would friendship look like? What would majors look like? What would happen if I went there and I left home and I went far from home? And, you know, this, what would this potentially look like? You know, of course we, we can't know that, right? But we definitely can, you know, suppose and um, try and figure out in our mind, you know, what that would, that would look like, right? Um, one of the other things that I love, love, love to do in regards to this is I love to play worst case, best case scenario. For me, that really, really helps me because 
I'm like, okay, so worst case scenario is I go to a school and I don't love it. Right. And worst case scenario is I get down the road, uh, two semesters in and I'm like, I don't want to go here. I, I haven't made good friends here or I don't love the teachers here or whatever it is. But going down and saying, okay, the worst thing that could happen was I changed my mind, decided to do something different, right? Well, what is the best case scenario? Best case scenario is you get there, you love your roommates, you love the school, you, you, you end up finding something you love to study, you end up graduating, you end up, you know, shooting that into a, you know, a great career, right? But the reason why I like to go to worst case scenario sometimes is because we, we will not make decisions based upon fear. A lot of times, a lot of times it's fear. It's like, well, what if, what if I decide to do this or what if I decide to study physics and I get down the road and I hate it and, and be careful because that's, you know, our minds trap us in this. Well, well, you're stuck. Of course, we know that's not true. Worst, worst case scenario is you get down the road in physics, you decide it's not for you, and you change your major. So listen up, gang. I changed my major three times at the university. I I started in business, of all things, because I didn't really know what in the heck I wanted to study, honestly. But I just put business on the college application. And when I got there, I took some business classes and decided, oh, too much math. I don't want to do that. But in the meantime, I had taken a child development class, which I thought I might enjoy. And I loved kids and I love, love, loved it. And so then I was like, okay, I'm going to declare child development as my major. And I got into that and it was like tons of, tons of theory. And I didn't love the theory. I didn't love just studying theory. And that kind of got old to me. And I'm like, ah, this isn't quite what I wanted. Maybe I could do something like, you know, so I kind of looked again at what they offer. I'm like early childhood education. That's what I want. I just, you know, preschoolers, cute kids, whatever. Again, liked it, but there were things about that major I didn't like. Where I landed was elementary education. And there were just certain things about that. It was a lot more hands-on. I could be in the classroom and I loved it. I loved it. And I ended up graduating in that. And I did that for a bit. And then I changed my mind and decided to go home and be a mommy and and raise some kids for a while and just be home with them. And then, of course, I changed my mind a few years ago and I decided to go to life coach school and I decided to open my own company, a life coaching company. And I absolutely love doing this. So worst case scenario is you change your mind and you go a different avenue and it's really not that big of a deal. Now, some decisions are bigger deals than others, right? Like you want to make a pretty good decision when it comes to um, relationships and marriage. Um, Of course, no one ever gets married to get divorced. That does happen at times. But of course, you want to really, really be careful about the decision. But again, getting all the information by dating someone, you know, pros and cons, asking people who you respect, what they think, all of those things are are, are very, very helpful. And then... Once you've done these four tips, I really, really, really want you to pay attention to how you feel and make that decision. Go ahead and make a decision and then pay attention to what you feel in your gut. That's really, really important because sometimes we make a decision 
but we kind of in our heart of hearts know it's probably not the right decision, but maybe we feel pressured or mom and dad are telling us something or our friends are telling us something, but we're not being true to ourselves and what we truly want. And I've seen that backfire from time to time. So you've got to really, once you've done your homework, then you got to pay attention to how you feel, right? So I want to tell you just quickly a story of my own life where I've used these, all of these principles and how I've, I only, not only did I make the decision, but I've stuck with that decision. So for me, I've been married 29 years this year, um, married a great guy, and I'm still very much in love with him as much as I was the day I married him. Now that doesn't mean that we've not had our issues, that we've not had our struggles for sure. But when, when I started dating him 29 years ago, I started getting, gathering information about this guy. Who was he? What, what did he want out of life? What, um, what were his goals? Um, what was important to him? How did he treat me? How did he treat my family? And I just gathered tons and tons of information. And for me, I looked for patterns and I really couldn't see any destructive patterns in him and in the way that he acted or treated me, but I did see a ton of good patterns and a lot of things that I really, really liked. So the longer we dated, the more I was able to gather some information about him so that I could make a better decision, right? Well, I remember when it got to a point where I was like, okay, am I moving forward with him? Are we going to get serious and, and look future-wise? Or am I going to be done? And and for a little while, I wibbled and wobbled. I got kind of scared and, ooh, I'm not sure I'm ready to be in a serious relationship and all these things. But I decided that it was worth a shot. Worst case scenario was I get down the road and I decide uh, maybe, maybe this isn't the guy I want to marry, right? But I wanted to give it a chance. But I remember the day that I made a pros and cons list about him. And to be honest, I couldn't find that many cons. There were just lots of great things about him um, that I just adored and loved about him. And I could see myself being very happy with him long-term. Well, I remember the day that I went up to talk to, and I think it was just my dad there that day. I'm sure I asked my mom as well, but I specifically remember talking to my dad about it. And I told him about the homework that I'd done. And I told him about the things that I'd done. And I told him about the pros and cons list that I'd done, which by the way, he had suggested that I do. And I just asked him, what do you think? What's your observations of this guy? And he's like, you know, we love him. We just see so much good in him and he's driven and focused and, and, um, you know, I think he'll provide good for you. And, and so I, I trusted my dad a lot. I had a lot of respect for my dad and my mom. And so I really looked to them for advice. Now, they really wanted me to marry him, but ultimately that decision had co- had to come down to me. I could listen to what they had to say, but then I really had to get, you know, serious about what I thought. So then I thought about this decision and where that would take me long term and would that would that be something that would match the goals that I was looking for? And what I found was it absolutely was. Um, worst case scenario is right. 
maybe you get down the road and it doesn't work. But best case scenario was I marry this guy and we have a wonderful life together. And so with all, you know, with these four tips that I've given you doing all of these things, I had to make a decision, which the decision was I decided he, we had been talking about marriage and I knew he was getting ready to ask me, but we kind of wanted to be clear on what I think he wanted to know what the answer was going to be before he asked probably, but we wanted to know for sure, you know, um, where we were at. So I made that decision and then I paid attention to how I felt and there was some fear there, but the fear was more about like, Ooh, getting married sometimes is scary. And, um, I don't know all the ins and outs and how are we going to combine incomes and how, where are we going to live and all of these things. But, but the, the actual gut decision of, is this the man that I want to spend the rest of my life with? I had the best feeling and I just, I knew in my gut that this was a good choice, that this, this would be a good choice down the road. And so I did it and I married this guy and 29 years later, we're very happy. Now, let me tell you though, one of the keys is once I made this decision, once I committed to this and once I said, I do, I had to commit to this decision every day and I still commit to this decision every day. I have to decide every day to be the kind of person to stay in a good marriage. I have to decide every day, am I going to be the kind of wife that I want to be? Sometimes I'm not. Sometimes I wake up cranky and grumpy and he, he has those days and sometimes I'm mad at him and he's mad at me. Some days we probably don't speak. Not, that's not often, but occasionally we're just, we're just kind of done with each other. But the reality is most days I show up and I commit and I stay committed and commitment is a feeling, right? It's a feeling that we have. And I create thoughts that help me stay committed to this. Like, yes, I'm irritated with him today, but I know I love him and I've shared my life with him and we're going to work this out. And, you know, no matter what comes down the road, no matter what struggles we have, I am committed to working through it with him. I am committed to staying and fighting for our marriage and for our relationship. And so I have made that a good decision. You know, the initial decision was to get married, but then I've had to make that a good decision. I've had to choose to make that a good decision. I have to work at committing to that decision. And the result of all of that is that my actions are committed. My feelings towards him are committed. My thoughts towards my husband are committed. And the result is I'm in a very committed marriage that I love and I enjoy. I adore him. He adores me. And that creates stability for our children. And so as you can see, by, by going through the tips that I've given you today, really, really getting clear and educated on the decisions that you're making can really have a huge effect. And right, the worst case scenario and the best case scenario, well, I've lived best case scenario. And I know that doesn't happen for all of us. Sometimes, you know, you, you get down the road 20 years and, you know, your husband decides to, to dip, to leave. And that's not saying that you made a bad decision. That's just choices that have been made. But that also leaves you with a decision. And I have friends that this has happened to. All right. Well, 
that marriage just ended. Now what's my decision? What's my choice is going to be now? I can choose to be angry and mad and stuck and irritated and hate men and all these things. Or again, I can choose again and I can, I can find out information. I can look at pros and cons. I can ask people I respect. I can, I can take that decision to the end and then I can just make the best decision possible and commit to it again, because that's the control that I have. I have control over how I feel about that decision. Well, I hope that's been helpful for all of you. I hope the examples have been clear and help you understand why these tips are helpful and important as you're making decisions. And I know y'all are making big decisions in your life. I know that. And I talk to young adults every single day about those decisions. And um, I see great decisions being made when we really, really get clear on, on these kinds of things that I've been explaining to you today. I believe in you guys that you can make good decisions. If you're stuck and you just can't figure something out and you need some help, reach out to me, go to direct your life coaching. I would love to help you out. I'd love to visit with you for a minute and see if I can be that person that can bring in some perspective and help you to see things in a clearer light to where you can, you know, make a, a good educated decision that you feel ultimately good about. Anyway, I hope that's been helpful. I hope you have a great week. I hope you feel confident in the decisions that you're making. And uh, until next time, we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Are you in need of a life coach? Everyone needs someone to talk to, someone who doesn't judge you, someone who is safe and listens to understand. What if that someone was me? If you want to find confidence, a new outlook, a new different way to look at your life, come, please let me help you. I coach one-on-one over video conferencing or I do group coaching. We can work on whatever struggles you are facing in your life right now. Go to directyourlifecoaching.com. But just a warning, you will never be the same again.